0: my god, girl, you would not believe what my boyfriend bought me. Tickets to the game, we going to the game. We sit in cool we sit in cool Right behind the bar. Wait, the nose please.
1: Uh-uh. Yes, sir. What's good everybody? You're tuning in to another episode Those Bleeds. We here. It's, of course, it's your host, Joe. We're back in the building with it. I also got my homie, Corey, per usual. We already know. You already know. What's you, the, already the, know. Yes. <laughs> you already know, man. We back in the building with it, man. Got a lot to talk about.
0: Absolutely, yeah I man. It's it's been a busy week. We might as well go ahead and get straight to it, honestly.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like we've there's a lot of things that's been happening the last since the last episode. So, yeah, we're going to get straight into it, man. Um Brian Flores, former NFL um coach um Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins former head coach is suing the NFL, right? He's suing the NFL and also three teams. Um, And those three teams are the Dolphins, who was his last former employer, Broncos, and the Giants for allegedly discrimination regarding his interviewing process with Denver, New York, for his hire of last month. Um, Man. This has been a crazy thing when it first got um, put on blast. When it came to the in-depth of the allegations of what this case was, a lot of fishy things were going on, man, and it was kind of crazy. Um, what are your thoughts about it? Um, and, yeah, what do you have to say about the situation?
0: Man, it, it was a huge, huge bomb show when this dropped the other day, man. And overall, um, I, I try to keep this this I try to keep my comments and this show as clean as possible, but man, I, I just gotta get this off my chest. For sure. Brian Flores is a certified bad ass. I mean
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: let me break it down for those who don't understand, for those who just think, you know, oh it's just a lawsuit or oh, he's just you know. This is hearsay. Or it's just he said, she said. Like, correct. Everything this man did was so calculated and so huge. I think it. I think it. It went over a lot of people's heads. I mean, number one, the fact that he dropped this news on the day of Tom Brady's retirement. Right. Like, correct. I. I remember I was in the car. You know, Tom Brady had retired. He officially announced it early that morning. I can't mm-hmm. remember, what it is, but early that morning around maybe nine or ten a.m. And instantly, that's all you heard about. Every single radio station, every single TV channel, everybody's talking about Tom Brady, right? Mm -hmm. Within the next four hours, by about two or three o'clock, by the time I went on lunch break that day, the Brian Flores news dropped. And at that time, when it was such a huge deal, it was like, Tom Brady who? (laughs) Yeah, I
1: know, right?
0: Station was covering this news, and everybody completely forgot about the Tom Brady stuff and It's just Dang. like man came in with such a huge bombshell stole so much attention uh and then I mean the way he he came to i think sports center he sat with sports Center the next day, yeah uh, and was able to talk about it with two lawyers there to support him and I mean most people when they come out with allegations like this, they let their lawyers speak for them, you know what I mean, or they don't make any appearances or they're forced to be quiet. This man mm-hmm. stood up and, and told his truth and told his story in front of the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. With two lawyers by his side with, with no fear. Mm-hmm. Um, to me, that just shows that there's got to be some truth to this for somebody to go to this extent. Um, I mean, it, it's crazy. Um, and just the last piece to this is just what we're seeing right now is basically Brian Flores becoming another modern day Colin Kaepernick, basically. Yeah. Um, to the point where he's sacrificing his entire career um, because after these allegations, after these lawsuits, no one's going to hire him. And he, yeah. he's well aware of that. It's just like Kaepernick, you know, when he was doing his social justice stuff, making his statements, he knew that I can't possibly play football again after the way that I'm stepping out. Um, And and Flores is, is stepping into those same shoes. And I mean, I truly respect him and appreciate him for doing this because hopefully this is the thing that finally sparks the change hopefully
1: man i i totally agree um just a little back note for brian flores um two winning seasons with the dolphins as his first head of coaching um, um gig uh with 10 and 6 in 2020 and 9 and 8 last year um and the allegations were crazy uh it, it was reported that um, Brian Flores was offered to get paid a $100,000 per loss to help the team draft's position um, yeah. in 2019. So there was allegations that were said, and he also came out and said that it was true. um, And that's kind of crazy when you come to think about, when you come to think about a lot of different things of sports betting and, and situations when it comes to that, it's like, man, if you think if stuff like this happens, you don't think Brian Ford is the only person that uh, you know what I'm saying, that it's happened to, not because mm-hmm. it's black. Like this is, happens constantly. I mean, I mean, what should we call it for the head coach for the Detroit Lions shoot? I'm sure this man's a rich a rich man. Yeah. Trying to lose I... all these games to get draft positions. Absolutely. Um that like this is this is out of control. And it it makes me wonder, like. Is the NFL really rigged? Because when you see allegations or hear about allegations like that, uh, it just it's it's a weird situation, man. It makes you want to stay off of the NFL a little bit, um, just because you never know what's going on. And um, how do you feel about that? That situation?
0: Do you think the NFL is rigged? Rigged? No. Uh, but the issue is that it's controlled by a bunch of people who all look the same, act the same, and think the same. Um, mm. And not only that, but it's such a tight group. I mean, we're, we're talking about billionaires, right? Correct. Correct. There's only 1%, not maybe not even 1%, I don't know the statistics, probably less than 1% of these people in the entire world. You know what I mean? So it's just a, this is such a tight-knit group, um, and they're surrounded by people who can't possibly relate because they don't have that amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that they are the representation, I, I think that's the issue. You know what I mean? Uh, when, when people look at... you know, we'll, we'll talk about presidents, for example, politics, right? When you, you're looking for the president of the United States, you're looking for someone you can relate to, someone that resembles you, someone who came up similar to you, you mm-hmm. know, who... who understands your life right these billionaire owners that control the league they can't relate they can't relate to any of us we can't relate to them at all in any type of way no and it's nothing to do with black white uh that has absolutely nothing to do it's not a race issue it's a financial thing um and when you create that big of a divide and it's like these people who can't possibly relate to what we're going through in real life of course it's gonna feel like it's rigged um, when you're fighting against a billionaire, you've already lost. <laughs> so of course it is rigged. Um, but in sense of rigged, as in like, are things predetermined already? No, I don't think so. Um, mm. but are we fighting an uphill battle? Is it an uneven playing field? Hell yeah, absolutely, without a doubt.
1: Yeah, man. Um, I'm, I'm totally with you on this side. Uh, I, I technically think. I mean. With all this stuff going on, I, I think it is kind of rigged in a way. Is it, like, totally 100% fixed every game? No, but when you see situations like this, you can't tell me that he's the only coach going through such these situations. Like, when you hear about this, like, there's no way, no way, bro, that not all these other teams are doing it. You know mm. what I'm saying and all these other managers and and owners and presidents are are doing the same thing, like hey jacksonville jaguars i' I know y'all doing it too. Mm-hmm. like <laughs> so, Absolutely. Uh, so like I like y'all like it's just these teams are our bottom feeders, and these coaches all these bonuses, just uh, you know. Get in the better draft position to where, like I said, when it comes to sports betting mm-hmm. and things of that nature, it's like, man, it's not right. I don't yeah. think it's right in any sense of, in any sense of the sport, in any sense of the game, because it doesn't feel like it's a a real thing. I, I I see why people like love college football a lot more and and do that stuff more yeah. because it's like you know these kids are here to play all out. And they have nothing to lose. You know That's, what I'm saying? Every single game.
0: Excellent point. You're exactly right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, and then when you see things like this, it's like, bro, man, I'm scratching my head now. Yeah. Now I don't know if it's so calculated to where there's certain things going on that we don't really realize that it, it just kind of blows everything up, um, in a sense. So, um, it's, it's a weird situation. Like, Brian Flores, I personally think that he will eventually get another coaching gig. I think the situation is a little different. Mm-hmm. I think because he's putting so much stuff out in the forefront. um, And the discrimination, right, um, of what's going on. And they're sensitive nowadays about, you know, the discrimination policy and things of that nature. So I do think that will he become a head coach? I'm not quite sure. But I think maybe in the future be a defensive coordinator, maybe sit out like a year um, until later. I think this situation won't really hinder him um, from getting a coaching gig, my opinion. Um, but I just think he's too good of a coach not to be in the forefront. And I think that's another reason why he stayed in this piece himself. Hmm. Like He wants to be a head coach. You know, he wants to be – from what he said, like, he's not doing this to, like – hurt. Hurt his situation, but he just wants a fair shot.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know
1: what I'm saying? Like that, don't,
0: that's, that's don't go ahead. Oh, and no, I said that's what's tough about it in terms of will he get another chance? Because it's just like now that he's brought this up, it's like okay, the team that does hire him, are they doing it just because he said something, you know, or are they doing it because? that's really who they want and who they desire or or are they doing this to shut him up? You know what I mean? It's like, Mm uh, it's a serious issue. And and I hate to bring, you know, comedy to it, but I mean, it's something everybody can relate to. Right. Let's say you're in a relationship. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And let's say you're not satisfied with your sex life. Right. Let's say you want more sex. Right. Okay. So you bring it to your girl. Hey, bae, you know, uh, I think we need to have more sex. Mm
1: -hmm. What
0: are the chances that you're going to have sex that night? Uh, very slim, right? Because now it's awkward. Now it's <laughs> I mean, it depends. I mean, it depends. You may, <laughs> is, is you may very, get lucky. I, I, I don't know, because now it's awkward between y'all two. Because now it's okay. like, okay, now I don't think I'm about to get it. Because one, I, I done pissed her off, and two, if I do get it, it's only because I said something, not because that's how she genuinely feels. You know, and and, mm-hmm. and that's that's how I look at this situation. It's like, okay, if someone does hire him during this this uh, this cycle, is it yeah. be only because they're trying to cover for themselves and they're trying to please him and quiet down the lawsuits or whatever the case is or are they doing this because they truly think he's the best man for the job and that's what he that's exactly what he's asking for he doesn't want you to look at him as uh, a a black man or a charity case or whatever the case is he wants you to look at him as a true option and am i truly the best fit over all these other white men and that's what that's what teams are failing to do
1: no, for sure. I, I, I totally get that standpoint. Uh-huh. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, true. At the, at the end of the day, if you get some, some, some guilty, some guilty, uh, <laughs> uh, some guilty sex, I ain't gonna turn it down, but like, oh, all right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, like, like no, I'm good. Oh, I'm good. Oh, he was giving it to me because I said something. All right, man. I'm gonna take it that's like this situation like if you don't get in a situation to where i put i backed you against the wall or you just give me a guilty job i bet i'm gonna take it and then i'm gonna make you regret i'm not gonna make you regret but i'm gonna make you prove you wrong that this wasn't a guilty thing right and do the best job that i can to be right. like okay prove myself um that you didn't make a- uh you didn't screw up this decision, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, like right, you made right. the right choice, right. so regardless if it's guilty or not, at the end of the day you're gonna make the opportunity of it and prove to that person that okay, I didn't make a bad decision doing this mm-hmm. so Absolutely. Absolutely. um and th- that's how I really truly feel about how this situation goes um and the Rooney rule, so this Rooney rule is um has been in effect. Now, I didn't know about this Rooney Rule until this situation, to be honest. Okay. Um, NFL's Rooney Rule, for those who don't know, uh, requires teams to interview minority candidates for their open positions. They have to at least um, give three minority um, interviews for the positions that they have available, whether it's defensive coordinator, offensive coordinator, whatever the case may be, head coach. Um, should this rule exist? Is the question like, does this rule really need it to be? Does this rule need to exist? Why can't it just be like you apply for the position, it is what it is, like be sent into the whole pool instead of okay, do I have three blacks?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Do I have three minorities? Okay, great who I, I, I got I got the rule in place I, I'm, I'm abiding by these guidelines right should it be like that like I don't I think that's kind of weird
0: yeah so the issue is uh the rule was established in 03 right so we're mm. talking about 19 years ago we'll, we'll run go ahead and round it up to 20 for this purpose so this right. is a 20 year old rule now, when it was first established...
1: And we only have uh, two black two black head coaches, but yeah, go ahead, go well, ahead.
0: We're down to one, one as of right now, one <laughs> and, as of today. And, 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 as, and down, down to one, which, is,
1: which yeah, is crazy.
0: Yeah, one as of today. But, yeah. um, but, I mean, man, when the rule was first established, um, I think it had good intentions. I, I do think it did. I think it was a rule that was established to at least help get minorities foot in the door for these interviews. Um, and so, you know, it, it made teams look at and consider people who they may have ignored in the past. So I do think it was done with good intentions. But like I said, 20 years down the road, teams have found loopholes through the deal. They've, they've realized that, okay, I, I can do this, but not really consider these people. I can do this and just check a box, um, but not take it as seriously. And so I think that's the issue that we have now. So, I mean, just like any other rule in the NFL, they get reevaluated every single year. Every year we have new rules, whether it's replay, whether it's challenges, whether it's uh, kickoffs, you know, whatever the case is, these things get reevaluated every year. So why is this rule? why is this Rooney rule not being reevaluated too? Um, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a huge issue and, and a huge gap and a huge downfall by the NFL. So, I mean, they've got to take, take these things just as seriously as they do with the on-the-field issues, just as seriously as they do as, as concussions, just as seriously as they do with injuries, and just as seriously as they do with protecting quarterbacks. You know what I mean? Like, all mm-hmm. these issues that they take seriously um, for viewership and for financial reasons, uh, they need to look at this in the exact same light. That's how I see it.
1: Yeah. And no, I, like I said, I totally agree. Um, I think this rule just just kind of is an overview of how the NFL is like for mm-hmm. you to actually have to put in a rule to put minorities in a category to where they can get a chance. Mm hmm. I think that's an issue, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like I think, regardless of fair chance, whatever the case may be, like if you're telling me I can't just go into a random bucket and be chosen a month for an interview based off my credentials um into the job that I'm applying for, I mean, it's. It's kind of it's kind of weird. Yes, in a random job application, yeah, you put in your ethnicity and right. You know what I'm saying. Uh-huh. I think it's like the the way of the world, but I, I I don't think it's as calculated as and and it may be. You know what I'm saying. Like uh-huh. I know the percentages of 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 black leaders and different in different in different, um, in different businesses are. Are much more lower than probably white leaders and things like that. However the case may be, it's still in the pool. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You're still in the same pool as the others. It's not separated to where, okay, here and that. Now, some companies do want to have their quota if they do not have enough minority, mm-hmm. um, and which I get, uh, but I think, I don't know. Do you think I'm overcalculating this or do you think this is like a, a standard thing?
0: No, I mean, like I said, it it just it needs to be reevaluated. You, know, it, it's been correct, too long. Correct, um, I correct. can't say that it didn't do some good when it was first enacted. I mean, the Rooney Rule you could you could say, uh in a sense, is the whole reason we do have like the Mike thomas of the world. I mean, he was hired right. in what oh six or oh seven, which was yeah. a few years right after the rule. So I mean, without that rule, you could say people like him may have never been considered potentially. Um, mm-hmm. just going down the list of a few other names, um. Uh, Marvin Lewis was hired in 03, Lovey Smith in 04, Uh, look at Romeo Connell in 05. So, I mean, just a few years right after the Rooney rule um, is the reason we brought in some of these head coaches. Herm Edwards in 06. I mean, it's not like it didn't have some positive impact when it was first enacted. But once again, 20 years down the road, look at it now. Look at it now. All these coaches I'm talking about, they were hired prior to 2010. Good. We're talking twenty years later; it doesn't have the same impact. I mean, name name me one coach who's been hired in the last ten years. One black coach who who they've allowed to stick around. And we're talking about Brian Flores, who's had two winning seasons with a trash ass team, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, and and he can't even stick around. He can't keep a job. You look at someone like David Culley, uh, in Texas, who they set him up to fail. Yeah. I mean, Texans literally traded away everyone they had and sat Deshaun Jackson, and they still won a few games. And he yeah. gets fired because of that. Like that, that's, that's the issue. These these guys aren't even getting a chance these days. That's, that's the issue.
1: Uh, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely with you. Um, just a, a few more things on this topic uh, about the uh, black, black coaches in general, since you were talking about that. Um, do you think black coaches have a responsibility to hire black coaches?
0: So, I heard this. This was brought up by uh, geez, I can't the uh the representative for the the players association. I can't remember his name. He, he's known for you know that meme uh, of him talking on the phone. Uh, David is uh, Troy Vincent. Troy I, Vincent. I'm sorry, Troy Vincent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Troy Vincent. I heard him bring this up on uh, one of the the ESPN morning shows the other day. Mm -hmm. And basically saying that, you know, not only is it the responsibility of the league to make sure that we're getting a fair shot, but it's also our own responsibility to make sure that we're looking out for our own and hiring our own. Mm -hmm. And at first, when I heard that, you know, I I didn't necessarily agree uh, because I'm like, we want fair equal representation. But at the same time, we don't want it to become uh, a divided league again to where, you know, we've got these all black coaching staffs or you know you have to be black because it becomes black versus white again yeah correct and that's what we don't want right but the more i looked at it you look around the league look at how some of these other white coaches look out for themselves look at the sons that are coaches in the league Mm -hmm. look at belichick he's got his son on the staff yeah look at uh kyle shanahan who is his dad? Another coach in the staff, Mike Shanahan, right? Yeah. Like you look at these names, uh, Sean McVay. I think his, I can't remember exactly, but his dad was a GM in the league a few years ago. Mm-hmm. So you look at how they look out for each other. So why are we not doing the same thing? Why, yeah. uh, you know, why is Mike Tomlin? Why does he not have a, a black offensive coordinator, black defensive coordinator? Uh, you look at the Vikings; they have a black, and not only black, a, a straight African GM. Um, do they not have a black head coach you know so it's like if the league is not gonna look out for us why aren't we looking out for each other so and that sense, to answer your question uh yeah i think we do have responsibility to look out for one another why can't we be the ones to create that pipeline right like every year we look at uh the hottest hires each year everyone wants a coach who's been on belichick staff right the belichick pipeline everyone wants a a coach who's been under andy reed the, the andy reed pipeline why aren't we as black coaches pumping out these pipelines? Why doesn't Tomlin have a pipeline of, okay, uh, everyone wants you because you've been successful under my regime. You know what I mean? Mm. Why don't we have that? Um, I think for a minute, we briefly had that with Tony Dungy, where, you know, his uh, assistants and his coordinators were the hot topic for a minute. But since then, we we haven't had anything even close to that. So to answer your question, yeah, I, I think we do have that responsibility that we are not fulfilling right now.
1: Uh, yeah, man, it's 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 kind of it's kind of crazy just because, like, why isn't Todd Bowles and Brian Flores together, mm-hmm. you know, dominating the league? Why are all three of them on the to- Tomlin staff? Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank you got you. Brian Leftwich. You got all these people who a- 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 B- Eric the enemy. Yeah, they're, they're mm-hmm. all under, you know, the. um, a wild- Totally fine. But mm-hmm. like, what would happen if all? Four of those guys came together. What would man, happen,
0: man? Man, <laughs> you know
1: what I'm saying? Like if all of them are on man, one team,
0: man. Th- just think about like a, a, a Mike Tomlin head coach. You got a Brian Flores defensive coordinator, and let's say an Eric Bienemy from the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Like, yep. Woof. What would that team look like with a Byron left, which uh, quarterback coach? Like, what would that look? Like? Come on now, I'm
1: saying, come on bro. now. You
0: can't tell me that wouldn't be beautiful. Come on now.
1: First of all, it would be it would be a masterpiece.
0: Absolutely, and I
1: think that team would whatever whoever's whoever's team that would be mm-hmm. would go to the Super Bowl. Absolutely, would definitely go to the Super
0: Bowl. Absolutely,
1: and it wouldn't be no question because because those defense those all those pieces, all those great minds in one room man they know how to get the job done absolutely and and I think it could happen but they just need to have someone needs to be that pipeline if if we have that uh that black head coach that creates this atmosphere and they all want to be head coaches and I get that Mm -hmm. um and, and and that makes sense too but it man it would be a beautiful thing to see if that was to ever happen um but I think that, yes, we do have a responsibility to look out for our own people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that in general, not only in the football, um, but in but in life in general, we don't do that enough often. And um, in this case, when it comes to sports, you don't see it at all. Right. So I think it's it's very important to, you know, for us to come together and see what kind of beauty we can make, because I know if that were ever to happen, man, mm-hmm. watch out. Watch out. Cause mm-hmm. it would be something super special. Um, and in honor of Black History Month this month, um, you know, it's um it's definitely something to honor the the empires and the true black empires of 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 our culture um that's paved the way for these black cultures and it paved the way for black athletes and black people in general. So, um, <clears throat> that's just a snippet of that. Um, as we transition, man, as we're transitioning into a different topic, really, um, you mentioned, uh, earlier about, you know, no one, you said something about Tom Brady, who, when the Brian left, when the Brian Flores thing came <laughs> about, Right. um, I paid attention to it. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, shoot. I was probably worse at I probably didn't care more about Brian Flores than the Tom Brady situation. <laughs> uh, when that official news came out, um we can get this, we can get this wrapped up, man. Uh I I, I it's Tom Brady retiring, bro. I know the retirement speech and this seems kind of willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. And I'm retiring. I'm not retiring. I'm still weighing my options. You think this is a real thing or you think you're playing with us?
0: Oh, my man's is done. He's he's <laughs> he's done. He's already in Cancun, feet up, in a robe, uh yeah, well, I mean, you
1: could do that when an off season, but you know what I'm saying. No,
0: nah, my, my man's on a permanent off season. My man's is done. <laughs> he, he is capital done. I, I promise you that. He's already chilling in Ken, uh, writing his retirement speech as as we speak. Uh, my man's is done, um, and rightfully so. I mean, for us to even consider him coming back to me is disrespectful. I mean, to me, it's <laughs> honestly is disrespectful. It's, it's unappreciative. Um, mm. It's just it's selfish. I mean, to me, if if there's anyone out there, and hopefully you're not one of the ones, um, but if there's anyone out there that's expecting this man to come back or hoping he does come back, come on. He's given us. Yep. How many seasons? Twenty-two? Twenty-two. Twenty-two seasons. Twenty-two seasons. Seven chips. Like, what more could you want from this man? Why? Why would you come back? Hon- yep. And honestly, if if... He'll never say this, but if he were to be completely honest with us and with himself, I think he he probably wished he would have went out last year, right after the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, if it was up to him, he probably would have went out on top as it was and not have played the season. So I think he probably played one season longer than he should have and then he really wanted to. Um, yeah. But well, I mean, he was yeah. on a two-year
1: contract. He was on a two-year, true, two-year, two fifty million dollar contract. So, true, absolutely, um, true. twenty-five this is true. million guaranteed. So that's probably why. Um, true. he just fulfilled his contract.
0: True, true. Um, but I think if he had a crystal ball and he could have seen how this year would have ended, even though it was a record season, um, I think he would have ended it last year. Um, yeah. So, with that, with that being said, there's absolutely no reason why he would come back again for for. It anything else if he comes back it's only on a one-day contract to officially retire with the patriots that's the only way <laughs> that my man is coming back in any way shape form or fashion
1: oh boy um
0: <laughs> oh you, you sound like you got something to say
1: <laughs> i got a little bit you know what okay I'm saying? i got a little i got a little bit of something to say okay oh this is a tough situation for me um. Very tough situation. I, I'm. I'm very happy about you know what Tom Brady has done in my life. Um. Mm. It's it's been special. He's has been you. very special. He's de- he's definitely touched me.
0: Okay.
1: He's definitely touched me. Um. Uh man, it's it's been it's been a long ride, a long ride. I respect everything he's done for the game. Um, you know, forty four years old. Uh, leading the league in passing yards with uh over five thousand yards. Leading the league in touchdowns with over forty touchdowns this year. Um, and just like <laughs> who does that? <laughs> at 44. 40. Like, no one, like, nobody can do that, bro. Not even Aaron Rodgers can do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. No, no, not, what,
1: not even Aaron Rodgers can do that at that age.
0: What I will say, what I will add real quick is that, oh, he most definitely could keep going. Like, that, that's not a question. He most definitely could. That's what keep I'm saying. Going he has at least at two years
1: in him more.
0: He most definitely could. That, and that's not the point I was making. But yeah, but go ahead. Please, please. The ability <laughs> is there.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's not falling off no cliff. I'd much rather him, like, I wish he had a terrible year. Mm-hmm. To wait, to make, to, for where it would make sense to be like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, go ahead and try to – I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't feel as hurt as I do now. But to have a, to have a, almost an MVP season, which I still think he should be the MVP, in mm-hmm. my opinion, mm-hmm. the way Aaron Rodgers played during the playoffs, I don't think he should get it. Yeah, boo-boo. But um man to oh man it is it's just sad. But um like I said, I mean he's done a lot for the league. He's done a lot for the gang. 7-time Super Bowl champion, leading the league all-time in passing yards, all-time in touchdowns, leading the league in everything. I think he is um you know good to go i think Giselle just does deserve you know her her husband um for the remaining of his for for the remaining of his years and all the good things that he's going to do um outside of football and his kids as well you know not missing these little small things that's happened so i do think for the family wise um he deserves it you know what i'm saying Absolutely. i think he should just take off for the year maybe come back 2024 but um we'll talk about that later
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> this man is greedy this man is greedy
1: just kidding tom i appreciate you <laughs> uh everything everything man it's been great it's been great uh, i just don't know who to uh root for now but um it's all good i'll figure that stuff out later um Going into it, Um, and also, let's just talk about this almost comeback, by the way. To watch... Bro, this man is the GOAT. I'm sorry. He almost did an Atlanta on these boys. Yeah. He put the fear... Atlanta Falcons know exactly what I'm talking about.
0: They haven't
1: As soon as it started to happen, they were like, "Not again."
0: Yep, they haven't forgotten,
1: bro. It was almost a "Not again" moment. Down twenty eight to three, bro. Come on, dog. Like, you know, bro.
0: It's he's so good that it didn't surprise me. No matter how much they were down, I (laughs) truly was not worried. I was I was never worried. I That's I even put crazy. I put a bet on it. I think at some point the Bucks were like, uh, I don't know, like plus twelve hundred to, yeah. to win, and I, I put a little something on it because I'm like, no matter what the deficit is, there's always yep. a chance. As long as TB is the QB, yep. there's always a chance, and he literally almost pulled it off, almost bro. almost I, pulled it off.
1: That had to be a red game because no way. No way, they was like, bro, you cannot let this man go to the Super Bowl this year. You you cannot, and you cannot let this happen again. Yeah. So, this had to just be like on some, all right, like just let Cooper Cup go down the middle and just break out, go. Yeah. Just let him go.
0: And it was not on him. And it was 0% on Tom. 0%. Tom did everything he absolutely could.
1: Because if it was for but, Tom Brady, Tom Brady was going to win that game.
0: Bro, that was 10,000% on the defense. 10,000%. Uh, I don't,
1: e- I oh, don't e- man. even
0: want to get into a recap of the game because it still hurts, honestly, a little bit. It does hurt. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it. bro, 10,000% not on Tom Brady.
1: Oh, of course not. Of course not. If anyone that was to ever blend Tom Brady was squaring up.
0: <laughs> right now, on site.
1: <laughs> like, like, literally, on site. I don't care who you are. <laughs> Literally don't care one word of who you are or squaring up you ever said that was Tom Brady's fault. Because that was crazy, bro. And I think one of those I think that game was rigged. They was like, nah, bro, we can't let him go back to the Super Bowl. Not like this, not back to back. Yeah. Who you think who he think he is? Cause if it wasn't the time if it wasn't for that, bro, Tom Brady was winning that game. Matt Stafford was scared out of his pants. And man, we would be having a different conversation right now. Absolutely. Um but yeah man um in other news thank you Tom um in other news uh Washington football team man they finally got a name mm. you don't say they got a little name for themselves now they are now called the Washington Commanders mm. <laughs> the Washington Commanders now do i think it's a little cheesy Maybe, but <laughs> what do you think about this new name for the Washington Commanders? Uh,
0: what, what did Aaron Rodgers say? The R-E-L-A-X. <laughs> I don't know about this team. T-R-A-F-H <laughs> Trash Can. That's name is Trash Can. <laughs> The commander. First of all, I'm calling them the commandos. I don't care what you <laughs> say. I'm, I'm calling them the watch the commandos all season. Uh, cause bro, this team is ass. <laughs> this team name is 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 cheeks. It's Man, cheeks.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was terrible, um, bro. It, it, I don't know what. Bad. Who was in the drawing board? Y'all came up. Y'all had this. Y'all, y'all for a year and a half. Bro, that's so, the part that kills years. me. That's what two kills me.
0: Y'all had y'all had two years to come up with this.
1: Come up with a name. Come up with a name. And y'all niggas came up with the Commanders?
0: Commanders, bro. Two years. You got billionaire minds. You got millionaire marketers that you paid to help you with this. And that's what y'all came up with?
1: The Commanders, bro. I I, I thought it was a joke at first. I thought it was like, what kind of elementary school ass (laughs) name is this?
0: Bro, it, it, first of all, if I'm anybody that plays for that team, if I'm if I'm uh, Terry McLaurin, I'm demanding a trade immediately. I'm requesting, I'm I'm not no demanding. Damn, I'm not playing for no damn commanders. I command you to trade me off the team. Right. <laughs> That's
1: now. what I'm saying, Mister Commander. Stupid ass.
0: Exactly. Get out of here with that. But yeah, yeah trash name. Can't believe that's the best y'all could do. To be honest with you, uh, to me it sounds more like a hockey name or, or, or a, a soccer team name. Exactly. Um, it sounds
1: like a, no. Bro, to me, it sounds like a little more of uh my son's little league basketball yeah, pop, game
0: pop Warner name. Like exactly. Exactly.
1: I think, actually, I do think his name is Commanders. Why you think about it? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, cause he's in basketball right now, and I literally think his name is Commanders. Hey, like, bro. what type of stupid ass name was that? And it, it pisses me off because you're a professional team calling grown man commanders.
0: Bro. No, it makes no sense. Bro. I, Ron, Ron Rivera came on TV to try to explain it and all this bull. I'm like, I'm like
1: bro, you Ron, don't need to explain up.
0: anything to me. No matter what you say, it's not going to justify I, I really don't care. You can get the name out of the Bible. I don't care. There's nothing that's hey, going to justify hey, hey, damn without the Bible. No.
1: I'll tell you that much. I'd rather you have... I'd rather, I'd rather it was. Shoot.
0: I, right. I would much rather you just stuck with the football team. I, I would have just... Yeah, watch the football that team the sound,
1: that we started. We got used to it. It started sounding better and better every other day. Yeah. And we're going to say, okay, watch the football team. It is what it is. Okay. So we're just going to leave it like that. But okay. you come up and tell me that I'm, your name is the Commanders. I'm not taking you freaking seriously, bro. No,
0: no, no chance.
1: I'm not calling you the Commanders. No ever.
0: chance. No chance. I'm
1: calling you the Redskins. If you really want to get disrespectful... <laughs>
0: no chance
1: bro come on dog let's let's do better y'all please let's do better management a general manager is a black dude hey, which man. is which is hey bro hey come on man chill out with that let's <laughs> get a better name dog let's not make this official it's uh, pissing me off i'm it's with you really on that. it's really pissing me off <laughs> oh man um Oh, man, I got upset real talk for a little bit. I don't even know that was a topic for real. Um, But uh, Super Bowl, man, Super Bowl, man, we're going to talk about this for a little bit because by the time Super Bowl comes around, uh, we want to get these predictions out. Um, But, yeah, man. Joe Burrow versus Matthew Stafford. The Cincinnati Bengals has not been to the Super Bowl in over 30 years.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: The Rams, they had a Super Bowl stint in, think, 2017. um, And they lost to no other than Tom Brady, of course, um, who we just spoke about. But it's a whole different topic. I just um, want to let you guys know, Rams fans out there, who owns y'all. But moving on to that. Mm-hmm. They're back at it again. They're back in the Super Bowl, um, and with a new opponent, bro. Did this shock you at all?
0: It was a huge shock. Uh, the Bengals were, were a huge shock, absolutely, because um, uh, they're at least one to two years ahead of the uh, ahead of their time. I yeah, mean, they are definitely. not supposed to be here in terms of how young that team is, how young their superstars are. Yep. But you know, Burrow is a second-year quarterback. Uh. Yep. Jam- their leading receiver is a rookie yep. um, They're not supposed to be here right now when you look at someone like Matthew Stafford it's taking him how many years has he been in the league 12 uh, years well 12, 12 years It's taking him 12 years to get here it's taking Joe Burrow two <laughs> I mean so absolutely I'm shocked but uh, I mean it's well deserved and I'm I'm rooting for him I'm rooting for the Bengals all the way I mean if you gonna make it this far uh, hey might, might as well go ahead and take it and and start this new age of, I mean, these young NFL stars that are just coming in the league and taking the league by storm. So I am I'm here for it to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, man, I think why not? I I have a why not mentality, but mm-hmm. I do have something to say about this. Um he Matthew Sever actually been in the league for 13 years. He got drafted in 09. Uh I just had to look that up. But okay. um man, I just think if he wins, bro, this will kind of ruin the new age quarterback it will ruin the the it will ruin teams look at quarterbacks nowadays Mm -hmm. especially these new draft new drafted new first year second year quarterbacks it's not going to be fair that's why I really kind of I'm kind of rooting for them but I'm kind of not just because like it's going to be too much added pressure Like, they're going to look at Lamar Jackson and be like, bro, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. They're going to look at Jalen Hurts and be like, bro, what are you doing? They're going to look at – well, Daniel Jones sucks. They're going to look at Trevor Lawrence and going to be like, bro, what are you doing? Because next year, I want playoffs or nothing. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at all these young quarterbacks, the Kyler Murrays, all these young quarterbacks and be like, yo, what's up? Because – You got Joe Burrow that's coming off an ACL injury.
0: Yeah, facts.
1: ACL injury, right? I think he broke his ACL and MCL.
0: Yeah, people – I don't know how – it literally just happened, but people forget that already.
1: Came back. Brand-new receiver, obviously, to the team, but former teammates, right? Two years prior. You get a couple defensive pieces – Mm-hmm. And you're in the Super Bowl?
0: Mhm.
1: Bro. Come on, bro. And if you win the Super Bowl? Come on, dog.
0: Yeah. You know what
1: well. you know you know that's going to be too much pressure, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, like not not that I care cuz I don't, but mm-hmm. it's just like now that every team is going to reevaluate these young quarterbacks and be like, "Bro, Y'all are not Joe Burrow, but it's not the same situation either.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know what I'm saying? Not everybody has a Jamar Chase, right? That, correct, that, that correct. just came out the gate with a uh, 1400 yards and over 15 touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Everybody has those type of weapons. Um, uh, T. Higgins, that's on his second year going off. A uh, Tyler Boyd, who's always been the consistent uh, assistant receiver um cj uzama who's coming along in his own um all these different pieces defense stepping up um like all these different pieces man oh
0: i just i, I hope that this sets the precedent for teams in the future who do uh take those high-end quarterbacks and realize you've got to surround them with weapons i mean yeah. per- prime example is you know my squad the jaguars right like you got you got the maserati you got you got the brand new sports car right you do trevor lawrence but that means absolutely nothing if you don't surround him with the talent he needs you're gonna ruin um i mean in in year two you can't possibly expect trevor to do what um what joe is doing right now you can't possibly expect him to do what burrow's doing because you're not surrounding him with the pieces, the stud wide receivers, the reliable running back, the solid defense. Um, and even Joe Burrow, he's missing an offensive line. He doesn't even have that. So, I mean. Exactly. Hopefully this, I, I don't think it's going to ruin, you know, uh, teams in the future. But hopefully it does give teams a blueprint as to how to be productive with a young team and with a young quarterback.
1: Yeah, man. They're going, they're going, every team, every young NFL team that has a young quarterback, they need to get Zach Taylor's number. And figure out what's going on. Are they GM's Absolutely. number? And be like, "Hey, I know we on different squads, but how did you do this? Like, figure it out, bro. Because yep. Jacksonville, y'all have the opportunity to do so. Yeah, y'all have the Please. y'all have the picks. Y'all have the opportunity So don't don't mess it up. Do not fumble the ball. Y'all have the quarterback now. Y'all have the coach up out of there. Y'all just hired Doug Peterson, who was yep. a Super Bowl championship. Uh, uh head coach so y'all have those in place Marvin Her- Marvin not Marvin Harrison Marvin Jones ain't it all right mm. get yourself a nice solid weapon right. all these free agencies this year y'all better go over Devontae Adams y'all better go after somebody Chris Godwin mm-hmm. um whoever but don't let these free agencies um pass y'all by and get a good pick for the um in the draft because y'all going to have a good pick and get two studs out there and make yourselves in the playoffs, all
0: right? You you said call Zach Taylor. It, it, make sure you call the right Zach. That's how it is. Just, just make sure you call the right <laughs> Exactly. You're talking about white Zach you need to call.
1: <laughs> Not black Zach. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, man. That was funny, too, by the way. Um Oh, boy. But... Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a really dope game. uh, really flashy, high-powered offense versus a versatile defense. And, um, whew, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch it. I'm actually pretty excited to to watch it,
0: um, yeah, to I be honest. This is the highest point spread or point total we've seen over the last 20 years, I believe, of, of Super Bowl. So hopefully it lives up to the hype. Because I know last year we had a bit of a dud when it came to this offense.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. When the Rams were in it at least, you know. Yeah. I almost fell asleep in one of those games. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I'm definitely looking forward to the game. Um, moving on, man, moving on to other topics right now. Uh a little bit of NBA news. So, NFL, no, NBA All-Stars um have been announced as starters. Yep. And also the reserves were announced last night. Man, I see a couple of people, man, that should be on this all star list. Um, who are the snubs in your opinion? And what do you think about these starters?
0: Man, well, I mean, before I even get into that, man, I think this is honestly one of my favorite weeks of the whole year. I mean, for as a sports fan, you get for sure. you get uh, Super Bowl Sunday. You know, you get your Valentine's game with your girl on Monday. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the very, very next weekend, you got NBA All-Star Weekend. It, it does yep. not get much better as a sports fan and as a man, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, back back to the topic. Uh, honestly, I feel like 90% of the All-Star roster of the list uh, is pretty much spot on. Uh, I mean, I, I agree with most of the picks, most of the reserves. Um, I know a lot of people had a lot of issues with it, but I only saw maybe one to two players on there that I would really consider true snubs. Um, and even then I would say they may not even be snubs because they're still so young. They may just be like a year away.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, so
0: for me, I mean, just the one standout surprise that I feel like did not belong at all, uh, had to be Andrew Wiggins. I mean, he just, (laughs) the one name on there that just sticks out like a sore thumb. Yeah. Um, I've watched the Warriors a lot this this year. I've, I haven't missed hardly two games this year of the Warriors, and uh, Wiggins is a key piece. Don't get me wrong; he he's important to what they do, but this man is not an All Star. Yeah,
1: he's this, all right.
0: this, this man is not this is much. This man is as much of an All Star as I am. <laughs> exactly. I mean to be to be quite honest with you, um, and I I can name you know a couple people who I could see potentially taking his place that I would have liked to see take his place. Uh, number one for me, uh, would actually have been uh, DeJounte Murray, um, for for the Spurs. Yes, I mean, my man is is having an awesome year. Uh, and once again, I know he may be a year away from really stepping into the scene. Mm -hmm. And I know the Spurs are not winning many games this year, but I mean, my man is doing his thing. Uh, dang near averaging a double double. I mean, going crazy with the assists, averaging 20 a game. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, he he easily could have gotten that spot over uh, Andrew Wiggins, um, and then also as I look at the list too, man, uh, I'm a it's part partly personal reasons as to why I'm putting this guy in there because I'm just a fan of him personally, but mm-hmm. he's also been balling out this year, uh, and that's Shea Gildress Alexander. Yeah, uh, Shea Gilly, that's that's my dude, man. I love watching him. Huge fan of him outside off off the court as well. But he's been doing his thing, bro, averaging twenty-two and eight so far this season.
1: I and agree, yeah. you know,
0: similar to the Spurs, I know the Thunder have not won a ton of games, but if you talk about how valuable he is to his team, if you want to, you know, go by definition of, you know, value and, and all star, uh, he fits the build. So um out of those two, I mean, those are the two I feel like are probably most deserving of that last spot. And then just the very last one I want to throw out there for the East Coast, uh, is my boy LaMelo Ball. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Lamelo. I mean, bro. I know the ball family gets a lot of heat, a lot of hate, but you—if you watch this man—you cannot deny he has the swagger. He has yeah. the swagger of all star. I mean, his numbers are not phenomenal, um, but they have definitely surpassed what I think anybody saw him coming in the league and doing. So, oh yeah, for yeah. Sure. I mean, definitely honorable mentions for him for me.
1: Oh no, for sure uh, you were spot on. I mean, Lamelo Ball was one of my biggest. I think was one of the biggest snubs on the yeah. East Coast. Yep, for sure. <clears throat> um, Andrew Wiggins. Hmm, come on, bro. Come on, man. Like, let's, let's be
0: real, dog. Um, like, who who did he pay to, to, to that's get? That's what that I'm saying. Buy. Did you give
1: up half your salary to like, <laughs> all right, let me get this uh incentive out the way? Um, oh. bruh, no. <laughs> um, I think he could have been a reserve, barely. Right. But uh, but not but not uh starter selection. Devin Booker should have been a starter.
0: Agreed. He should have been. A,
1: he should have been a replace um, most definitely. He should have been replacing him for the starter. Yeah. And Andrew Wiggins probably, probably could have took in Draymond Green spot. Yeah. Because I don't know why Draymond Green is even an All Star this year. Like uh, that's a
0: strong statement. I you see the team struggling without him. I think this year out of any has proved that Draymond is is the straw that stirs that drink.
1: I get it, but he doesn't deserve because he hasn't been playing.
0: Oh, well, injury wise, that's correct. You are correct about that. Injury wise, uh, he, he has missed a lot of time. You're correct. No,
1: yeah, and that—that's what I mean by that. I'm not, okay, I'm not okay. I'm not talking about you know hit what he's worth to the team. I okay. mean, shit. If that's the case, it might as well add Clay to the mix.
0: Okay, he might as well fair. make
1: Clay a starter. You know what I'm saying? That's what I mean by that. He okay. hasn't he hasn't played enough games, in my opinion, to become an All Star. You Got know you. what I'm saying? Um, so that that's that's what I mean by that. Gotcha. Uh, so that's why I think that Andrew Wiggins could have replaced Draymond Green, um, but definitely All Star caliber player. Uh, that's like you said about Javante Murray. Uh, man, he's been special. Absolutely,
0: like. but fun uh, to watch.
1: I've been watching him, betting on him a lot. A lot yep. of, uh, a lot of props on him. Player props they always hit. So like, man, he's on a tear right now, and I think he's pretty pissed that he didn't get the selection. But I do think when he gets, I think what I do think he's going to get traded to a better situation, be on a contending team, um, you know, this year. I do think, I think they're going to give him up for a lot of good pieces. Mm. So once he does get traded to where he needs to be, um, I think it will all be good. I think it will all be set in stone Um, because he's too good of a talent to be wasted at the Spurs. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're not utilizing him properly is not putting them in the best way to um to win, in my opinion. Okay. Um, also I I also like um, I think Jared Allen, man. I think Jared Allen's yes. got a selection. Absolutely,
0: absolutely. I had him <laughs> on my list as well. Absolutely.
1: Uh, Jared Allen's a really good player, bro. Yeah, definitely, man. definitely. For I would have him right now for my uh, most improved. Yeah. Most improved player.
0: Um second second best big man in the East. I'll say right right behind Embiid for sure. For sure. For
1: sure. Like that's hands down. Like he has been the piece and the glue of of that of that Cavs team, putting them back in the place. Uh, Obviously, Garland has been balling, right? I didn't Mm -hmm. mention him because he's been the all-star for a reason. Garland is playing Oh, man, since Sexton's been out, he's been taking over as that team's leader, point guard, facilitator. I respect Garland so much, and um, he's definitely a, a most improved candidate as well. But when Garrett's out of the picture, man, do they struggle a lot. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? When Garrett's not there, bro, they have a tough time. You feel me? So, mm-hmm. And when he's in the game, he dominates. He's always dominating. Even tonight. I mean, he had 30 points and he had a triple double 30 points um tonight against uh against LaMelo.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yep.
1: so like, man, it's just and that's without Garland, man. When they when he has it's just him and he needs to dominate and put those pieces into place. Whew. Garland is something special.
0: Facts. I'm with you on that. I'm with you, and I I wanna uh, I wanna ruffle some feathers real quick because I know we got to move on, but I want I want to ruffle some feathers for a second. Ruffle them. One East Coast player uh, that believe it or not, I do not believe belongs this year, um, due to a number of reasons: due to injury, due to uh, winning percentage, and due to just overall performance. Mm -hmm. For me. Okay. James Harden. <laughs> Get him out of here. To me. Get him out of here. This year, my man's is not an all-star this year. Okay. Not an all-star. You you see how badly the Brooklyn Nets are struggling. Um uh, to me, you can see him giving up as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um 19th in the league in scoring. I mean, you know, coming from someone who's had scoring titles before. Yeah. Uh I'm not seeing it. I'm not seeing it not that he's having a bad year per se, um, but over some of these other guys we just mentioned who are up and coming and he's slightly declining this year, uh, I mm-hmm. would actually replace him this year. My man, replace we'll Replace we'll him with who? Uh, I mean, any any of the East Coast guys you just named. Um, you know, whether, mm-hmm. whether it's Jared Allen, whether it's uh Garland or even Garland's already in it, but uh, anyone mm-hmm. else you you already mentioned from that East Coast, uh, Lenilo, whatever the case is. Uh, shoot, even uh Miles Bridges from from uh from Charlotte, I'd even throw him in there. But
1: correct, correct, yep, he's Just based on trajectory
0: with the way those guys are going up versus the way Harden is kind of falling a little bit. I would actually make that swap myself. I know some people might not like it, but yeah.
1: I, I mean, I can't argue with you on that one. I yeah. can't sit here and defend what's going on over there in Brooklyn because it's not good. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I know he's very frustrated as well, too. Like I said, like, he's not going to be a Brooklyn net for too long. bro. I think they're already talking about trading him to the Sixers. Um and I don't won't be surprised. Like he he's not a he's not pretty fond of what Kyrie's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said that out loud. Like he doesn't like the part time basketball thing. Like like they're struggling. They should be winning games. He came to win, and now you got KD out. It's just like a lot of different things that he's not happy with. And I get it. I totally get it. Like mm-hmm. it's it's a situation to where it's like man, like you brought me over here because you said it was going to be something different. You right. know what I'm saying? I, right. did all, I did all this stuff in Houston. I did all I did the most in Houston just so I can get out of the situation and be with y'all. Uh, I put on a fat suit and everything that's the dude <laughs> that's the do the most. And, like, bro, come on now. Like, that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, so
0: facts, facts.
1: He, he's very uninspired to play um, right now. So I get it. Yeah, he shouldn't be an all-star. But then again, like he's put it up enough numbers to be an all-star. The numbers that he has done, I mean, it's it's just enough, you know what I'm saying, to make it across the boat. Um, I also think another honorable mention, Scary Terry, Terry Rozier, man. <laughs> he's been playing really good basketball. Now is it all-star caliber? Uh no, Melo is probably ahead of him on that, but don't sleep okay. on scary. Okay. Don't sleep on scary Terry, man. He he's gonna put it on all y'all boys, uh, in the next year and a half, I'm telling you. Um, but moving on, man. Um, <clears throat> how to we how do we prevent tanking? How do the sport teams in general, whether basketball, football, or any teams in general, like How do we prevent tanking and keeping things interesting every single time when it comes to um, fans purchasing tickets and people not sitting out and doing all these things and things being rigged in the NFL? Um, How do we prevent this stuff?
0: That's a great question, man. I know it kind of relates to earlier when we were talking about, you know, is, is the league rigged? Um, and I, I think tanking is a part of that um, because, you know, plenty of teams do it. we see every year in, in every sport. You know, guys, yeah. uh, teams trade away their best assets so they can get draft picks and try to stockpile and and get, you know, the number one draft pick or a high draft pick, whatever the case is. Um, and You know, sometimes it works. You know, we, we get situations like, you know, 76ers where they trusted the process and look at them
1: mm-hmm.
0: now. Um, and then, you know, sometimes it doesn't. You, you get first round picks like last year with you know k cunningham and uh and jalen green and you know they're not making that big of a difference for their teams so uh it's it's really a gamble um when teams do that um but overall to me out of all the sports i feel like basketball has the best system right now um Mm -hmm. in terms of you know just because you have the worst record doesn't guarantee you that first pick. Um, it, exactly. it may give you the best chance in their lottery system, you know, with the ping pong balls or whatnot, but it still doesn't guarantee you. And, and even some of the better teams have a small, small, small chance of at least getting in uh, that lottery, you know, those right. top 10 picks or whatever. So, you know, maybe it may not be a great chance, but it's at least a small chance. So it, they give the opportunity to reward a multitude of teams, right. Versus NFL where, it's just strictly based off worst record gets the first pick. Yeah, you're um,
1: guaranteed the first pick. Which right, exactly. kind of weird. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It, it almost incentivizes losing, you know what I mean, if you're in that type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um. So, I mean, me, me personally, uh, best way I see to do it, and it's not necessarily the most effective or most efficient, but, I mean, to be the most fair, I think is just do a yearly rotational system. To where mm-hmm. you know if there's 32 teams in the league every year for the next 32 years there's a different team that gets the number one pick um and you could almost do it similar to how we do like in, in fantasy draft right like a snake draft right so yeah. like uh whoever gets the first pick this year gets the last pick next year whatever the case it is. and this is totally regardless of record you could you could win the super bowl um but if it's your year to get that first pick then it is what it is um, Yeah.
1: Like,
0: so it would already be predetermined for the next 32 years. You know what pick you're going to have. Um, would most people be a fan of this? No, probably not. <laughs> um, me hearing it coming out of my mouth, I'm probably not a fan of it either. But mm-hmm. if we talk about how to make things fair and equal and prevent tanking, I think that would do it. You know, If, if you know you don't have a first-round pick until 30 years down the road from now, <laughs> right, you're right. going to try your absolute hardest <laughs> to win these games. You know what right, I mean? So, right. um, to me, that's that's the only way I see the, to make it totally fair.
1: I, hey, man, I'm right on board with that. That's mm-hmm. like a perfect way to, to kind of, you know, eliminate the issues.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely.
1: Because right now, like, I mean, I think NBA always does everything right. Right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, when it comes to, they like the NBA, man. It it's a good league. It's yeah. a good league. Yeah. The way they, I like Adam Silver. I yeah, like say shout out Adam Silver, too. friend of the show. Yeah, he he's really big fan. Yeah. Um, uh, he's the way he does things is like, wow, it's the right thing. Mm-hmm. He always does the right thing to do. When right? when it comes to social incidences, when it comes to issues, when it comes to outside of the game of the sport. He just does the right thing, man. Absolutely. I respect I respect um Adam Silver a lot. I mean Adam uh uh David Stern was good as well, too, but he had a good counterpart to leave the league when and he's been doing a great job. So I really want to say that as well. But you know, the way NBA does it, I think every sport league should do it the same mm. way. Um just cause it just it's just a fair way to just you don't have these type of things. Like, even in even in the NBA, like, you still see the bottom feeders of the league, like, still playing their heart out because mm-hmm. they're not guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're really trying to win. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. at the end of the day, all these teams, because like, they still can possibly, if they get on a little streak, get into the playing game. They can get into all these different things if they just get on a little hot streak. So it's like they don't really think about okay, I'm gonna get the first pick. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna give the better chance, but it's not gonna guarantee me. You know how many times the London match has been trashed and they never got the first pick?
0: <laughs> I, I don't, but I know you do. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So it's like, bro, come on now. Like every year, but they're playing, they're playing all their players. You know nice. what I'm saying? They're not sitting that much. Um, of course they have rest, because obviously you have rest games and I um I respect that. Like, of course, everyone gets a rest day. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the best way to do it. I definitely like your um your uh analysis on how it should be done. Mm-hmm. I think that'll that would definitely get teams on board to be like, all right, you know, let's let's try to find some hidden gems or something to get this ball on the roll. Mm-hmm. Cause we need it, we need to make a we need to make some things shake. Right. Um but no nah, man, that's a really good uh really good point. And um so um hey commissioner, um oh, what's his name? What I forgot. I forgot this man's name.
0: Uh who are you talking about? Goodell? Goodell, yeah, Roger, Roger, <laughs> Roger yeah. We are on a first name base with him, so yeah. yeah, So
1: Roger, bro, like next time you, I know we giving you a lot of game right now, so yeah. free game. Um, it's free by the way. I mean, you can't throw a tip with we'll the the cash app, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, man, come on now, let's make it a little bit more fair. I'm tired of all this rig stuff, man. You got, and you, you got betters out here losing money for no reason. All right, <laughs> all right. So let's so, so let's make it fair for everybody. Oh man, oh man, we got a lot of stuff off today, bro. Absolutely, Absolutely. <laughs> we we got a lot of stuff off today, a lot of important stuff off, and I think that's what's that's what's really that's what's that's what all that matters really. Um, but yeah, man, appreciate you as always. Absolutely, uh, everybody tuning in, you know, definitely check us out on all streaming platforms. Everything you can think of, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Music, yep. everything. We on there. So check us out. This is another episode of From the Nosebleeds. Also, look into our IG as well and Twitter. We out of here. She not a lesbian for peace, she turned